0: Welcome to Homophonics. It's all about LGBTIQ songwriters and their music. I'm your host, Finn Pitcher. In this episode, I chat with Stockholm-based Peter Wallenberg, the driving force behind the human rights music and media project Rainbow riots.
1: If you're lucky enough to live in a country where there are LGBT rights, a lot of times people get complacent and they think, mm. oh, this is the norm, this is the standard. Well, it ain't, you know. Mm. There are like 70-plus countries in the world where it's illegal with same-sex relations and where people actually get killed, where, where, you know, there's a death penalty.
2: Sometimes we think we're free. Sometimes we think we have freedom. But the struggle still continues. The violence, the torture... Still continues. The fight for freedom still continues. Let's put our hands together for freedom, for freedom, for freedom.
0: Through Rainbow Riots, Petter Wallenberg brings to light the ongoing injustices faced by our LGBTIQ family worldwide. With a background in music production, visuals, events, publication, and community projects, combined with an amazingly generous creative spirit. Petter is well-armed to use music and media to inform and educate. I chatted with Petter in his Stockholm studio in 2018. We focus on the Rainbow Riots collaboration with artists from Uganda and Jamaica, discussing three songs, Pride and Prejudice, Equal Rights and Freedom. The titles alone indicate the importance of the work being done. Petter explains the history of the project.
1: Rainbow Riots started as a protest against homophobia, but then it grew into a sort of creative project. And my idea was to make an album with queer voices from the world's most dangerous places to be gay. And from the album, it grew into its own organization and its own movement we also do a section of it called Rainbow Rides Festival which is the live part where we do performances and seminars and you know like a sort of uh, happening with uh, with the artists involved and and uh, last year at Pride we had two big live events and a float in the parade and
0: how many different countries were represented on that float last year as part of Stockholm Pride?
1: On the Rainbow Riots float, we had uh, representatives from obviously Sweden, mm-hmm. moi, and we had Uganda, we had Kenya, we had Malawi, and we had Jamaica.
0: One of the standout tracks from that for me was a song called Freedom.
2: Let's all night for freedom! Mm-hmm.
0: see the crowd jumping to that track. they have not heard Freedom before, and yet they responded to it in such a warm way. Can you tell me how Freedom came about?
1: When I started making Freedom, which I co-wrote with a lesbian rapper called Jewel B. She's in a uh, legendary rap group in, this, in the States called Your Majesty. And when we wrote it, it was kind of like part of my old project, House of Wallenberg. And I kind of thought, you know, it was going to be part of that. But then as I, started gravitating towards doing something with queer activism around the world, I started turning my movement, Rainbow Riots, into a creative project. And I thought, well, freedom should be part of that, really. So that's when I went down to Uganda and I started working in Uganda because I thought, if I'm going to make this album with queer voices from the world's most dangerous places, I've got to go to the belly of the beast, which is Uganda. Mm. So I thought, OK, well, I've got to go there. It ain't going to be nice. I'm pretty scared. You know, and, and before I went, like, my passport was running out. So, yeah, they, they had to reissue a passport at the Swedish airport before my flight. And they gave me a pink passport. And I thought, <laughs> oh, how appropriate.
0: <laughs> With a triangle on it? Or? Well,
1: exactly. But so yeah. I'm going into Uganda practically waving rainbow flags. This is not going to end well because I was not sure what to expect you know the only thing i'd seen and heard was that no but nobody in uganda who was queer was safe and everybody was you know hiding whenever you saw an interview with somebody they were always hiding behind a blurred pixelated sort of thing and, and i just kind of didn't know are people going to want to be part of this project is it going to be really difficult what am i going to expect so therefore i came prepared with a song that i'd already written which was freedom I thought, at the best, maybe I can get some people to dance in the video and at least we'll have something. But when I arrived, I I found a thriving queer community with loads of creativity, and that's how the project started. When I arrived in Uganda, I kind of realized, wow, I could really make a whole album. I could turn this
0: into something much bigger. So there were already artists who had established themselves within the community who were making music? Yes. In Uganda, there are lots of
1: queer singers and performers and artists. And I ended up right in the middle of it. So, you know, I I, I arrived armed with one song and, you know, it, it turned into an album. But Freedom was the starting song. And of course, it features my, my old co-writing partner, Jill B., of Your Majesty. But it also features a Ugandan singer called um, Dee Black okay. on vocal and also on the spoken word intro. And the thing about Freedom was that I always knew that it was a really instant kind of Happy Pride song and I just wanted that context to put it in something else so it's not just a party song you know yeah. to put it into a context of something really really important life and death and I kind of thought what what better way to, to get the message out than to make people dance but also make them listen
2: Sometimes we think we're free. Sometimes we think we have freedom. But the struggle still continues. The violence, the torture still continues. The fight for freedom still continues. Let's put our hands together for freedom, for freedom. For freedom.
1: The thing that is easy to forget is that in a lot of countries, when you speak up about issues like LGBT rights, it's very controversial. In a lot of places around the world, that's like the worst thing you can say. And not just sort of by like a small group of loud, bigoted homophobes, but Mm. the mainstream society. Everyone will condemn you. And we're talking everything from mothers, grandmothers, fathers, policemen, the whole system will go down on you if you speak up about this. So, of course, the people that I work with are extremely brave pioneers and they're right.
0: activists and it's, it's not risk free. One of the artists that I think has put themselves in a very dangerous position with their bravery and I was so pleasantly surprised to learn this through the Rainbow Riots podcast that Mr. Major P isn't actually gay, is he? No, he's not. Tell us a little bit about Mr. Major P. Mr.
1: Major P is my uh, musical collaborator from Jamaica and he very much looks and sounds like a kind of cool Jamaican rapper slash reggae artist apart from one little fact that he's pro-gay. He's a gay activist. And he's not even gay himself, but he's dedicated his life to fight for gay rights. And I think to understand that context, you need to understand how extremely homophobic Jamaica is. Jamaica has been called the most homophobic place on the planet. So much of Jamaican music and society
0: is permeated by violent gay hatred. But hold on, isn't that the place of Free Love and Smoking Weed and Bob Marley talking about loving one another? One love, but it ain't for everybody. Fuck. Yeah, no, it's a a very, very homophobic place. So Equal Rights, did Mr Major P write that?
1: All the tracks are collaborations, so I've written both music and lyrics. Mm -hmm. In some parts, the artists have written more uh, lyrics, and I would say in the Equal Rights case, uh, Mr. Meiji wrote all the lyrics and yeah. I, I wrote all the music. It's almost like a sermon in a church or, you know, or like a political kind of campaign, yeah. which it's, I th- I think is
0: perfect for the purpose. It's very strong and very direct for a country that probably isn't used to people speaking out against homophobia. It's a very, very brave thing to do and also very dangerous. Didn't he receive a message during One of the concerts last year? When we came off the stage, there was a message for
1: Mr Major P from Jamaica saying that he's going to get killed. He's going to get shot in the head. So he basically has a bounty on his head. Can he go back to Jamaica? He sort of really can't, I think, at this moment in time. I think he's gone back before, but I think it depends on the actual threat situation at the time. And uh, no, it is very, very dangerous. And a lot of people... Don't want him to speak up because he doesn't just speak up against homophobia, but he speaks up against the homophobic artists.
2: Equal rights to love gezama, equal rights to love. Equal rights to love gezama, equal rights to love. Equal rights to love gezama, equal rights to love. Equal rights to love gezama, equal rights to love
1: be homophobic it's the message that people put in it that's homophobic
0: the last track we discuss shares its name with a novel you may have studied at school but the content is literally worlds apart
1: pride and prejudice is a new direction for me musically because when i arrived in uganda i started experimenting musically and I kind of wanted to go away from the dance music formula and I made that decision during this journey where I was like well I'm not really interested in the music industry anymore, Mm. I'm not really interested in DJing anymore, I'm not interested in being part of that machinery and to me the birth of Rainbow Riots was when I realized that I can create something where I can still do the thing that I love which is to make music but Do it with a different purpose, with a higher kind of motive and a sort of social uh, message involved and actually kind of make advocacy out of it. And one of the people that I met in Uganda is a poet and he's the one who's written the spoken word for Pride and Prejudice. He's anonymous, but his words and his—that's his voice coming out, and that's his no. his message. And of course, the uh, the choruses—it's a gospel choir that I've recorded in Uganda. And there's also a thought behind that, which is the the fact that gospel music is very, of course, uh, connected to Christianity, and and it usually has a very anti-gay message in in somewhere like Uganda. So I wanted to turn that around and make it into something positive, and make it mm. something life-confirming, because music itself can never be homophobic. It's the message that people put in it that's homophobic. So I wanted to reverse that and put a positive and, you know, inclusive message in it. And a little curious fact, actually, is that I wanted to beef up that gospel choir, the Ugandan gospel choir. So I beefed it up with some backing vocals, courtesy of a music legend from the 90s group Soul to Soul, uh, Victoria Wilson James, huge soul diva. The thing about Pride and Prejudice is that We wrote that in Uganda, me and the the poet and the singers, at a very turbulent time. It was 2016 and it was right after Uganda Pride was violently Mm. raided by the police. And we were all held hostage because the police stormed in with machine guns to the venue where we were celebrating Uganda Pride. The whole venue was just kind of like in turmoil and the police assaulted anyone who had any form of gender bending type of look, or anyone who was visibly transcending gender, they would assault, even sexually. And they were beating people up, and they were threatening people. And And um, you were there while this was happening? I was held hostage alongside all the others on the floor. It was very, very sad. And people were humiliated, and people were crushed. I could see people's spirits being crushed that night.
3: This is the story of Uganda's pride and prejudice. Stuck, frozen, broken. Wounded, frustrated, contested. The place we once called home. In the land we were born, but not welcome. This place that was home. We want to be children again yearning to be loved, revered, and wanted, because right now, we are stuck, frozen, broken, land called freedom, where we are safe regardless of love's choices, where we are equal, escaping judgmental words, far away into the arms of the ones we love, without explaining why. Shouldn't what matter be that it's all about love? You cannot persecute a man and stop him from being happy when he speaks the language of my people, of our people. Yo people 1 peep 1 peep 1 we fly way
2: fly way to our bed
3: As pride and prejudice. So raise your flag, raise it up high. Let the rainbow overflow with colors at the center of the pile of Africa. Shout for freedom, shout for. Prejudice. So raise your flag and let it fly. Fly, 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 fly.
0: Who chose the beautifully ironic name of Pride and Prejudice?
1: Pride and Prejudice was uh, a name that my Ugandan collaborator chose. As, as he recites in the poem, he says, this is the story of Uganda's Pride and Prejudice. Mm. It's a reference. Jane, Jane herself might not approve, but
0: <laughs> it's it's a reference. Thank you so much for talking about the fantastic music on Rainbow Riots, and I'm really looking forward to seeing where this journey goes from here.
1: Thank you very much. And yes, it's uh, it's it's ongoing, and and
0: um, after this, I'm I'm working in India in Bombay. So, yeah. Wow, you get about. I do get about. And the podcast just a little. Nutshell moment about Rainbow Riots, the podcast?
1: Yeah, right now, uh, the current Rainbow Riot project that's out is the Rainbow Riots Radio. Podcast which is a, a ten series podcast recorded in India Jamaica Australia is it also
0: YouTube as well is it yeah same, and we also do content?
1: yeah we do subtitled versions on YouTube mm. where you can listen to the the podcast and read the uh, the subtitled lyrics uh, which which can come in handy you know yeah. it's it's been exciting to do because it's a way to continue the Rainbow riots music project mm. but actually tell a little bit more about the people behind it and a little bit more about the stories. The latest episode is actually about Uganda. So in Rainbow Rides Radio, episode four, you can hear a bit more and listen to some of the Ugandan collaborators that I've worked on
0: on the album. And we'll be sure to direct people right back there. Thank you so much for the chat. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Petter is more than a music producer and cultural activist. He is a testament to how applying your creative skills can help make a difference to the world in which we live. His collaborations in music and media help LGBTIQ plus people worldwide to be who they are without persecution and discrimination. Since this interview, he has collaborated with India's first openly gay, lesbian and trans singers, rappers and dancers, to create Rainbow Riots India. In September 2018, British colonial law that criminalized homosexuality was abolished. This is an important time of celebration for our LGBTIQ family in India. And what better way to do that than with a diverse range of local artists producing music with pride. Check out RainbowRiots.com, where you will find info on Rainbow Riots India, as well as other projects instigated by Petter Wallenberg including the Rainbow Riots radio podcast, as well as Amongst Dragons and Drag Queens, which is a drag queen storyteller event for children in Sweden. Thanks for listening. I'm Vin Pitcher. Check out thehomophonics.com, that's with an X, for info and links to Rainbow Riots and more LGBTIQ plus television.